show. I am Turch, and with me is my co-host, the CEO, the pseudo-Jesus himself. It's Kieran. How you doing, buddy? Ah, thank you very much. What do you mean, pseudo-Jesus? Well, every time we play Jackbox on a Saturday yeah. night, you uh-huh. always use the name Jesus. Oh, I do, too. I do, do, too. You do. Um, I was just wondering if you're referring to my beard that I had Saturday, which has now been shaved. <laughs> I has. I was gonna. I was gonna. You're missing out on the goatee. You're missing the goatee. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Oh, it's getting very itchy. I'm very proud of you. You're eating while we're recording. That tells you <laughs> we're a professional show. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really hungry, people. I you. <laughs> You will just edit that part out, the the, the food sound, because you were talking. You can really um, tell that you really <laughs> care sometimes. You know what? We delayed it five minutes. We actually delayed it a whole day to record. And then you're like, oh, it's end of 8 o'clock. Let's start at 8.05. You could have gone, hey, how about quarter past 8? And that way I can have my dinner before we start recording. We can always restart. No! It's one take. <laughs> people, people like... The, uh, you know, the, 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 yeah, you're probably right. It probably just says a quarter past eight. Anyway, <laughs> let's not get bogged down. No. With these, with these details. Absolutely uh, not. Absolutely I, not. I have to complain. You have to complain. I have to complain. I have a rant. You have a, oh, you started I, up then. I, uh, it's not a big rant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've started seeing a personal trainer. Oh, well done. Thank you. Technically, I think I'm breaking the law at the moment by continuing seeing the personal trainer. But anyway, let's let's just ignore that part. Is is he is he cute? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, older older than me, right? And we go to, we go to the park. Yeah, right. And he Still makes me exercise. bloody exercise. Well, he out. makes me exercise for for bloody half an hour, but he gets my my breath rate up good so much. That I can't complain. Yeah, good. I can't talk. Good. And that's, I just want to complain. Yeah, well, And say how much this sucks. No, but and it's I good for you. It's good for you. I, you need to look I good for my I don't get wedding. the opportunity, I don't get the opportunity to complain. That's what I want to complain about. You need, you need to look good for my wedding. I will look good for your wedding. Excellent. Church. That's what we're going to hear. I'm going to challenge, I'm going to challenge all the boys and girls to look the fittest they've ever been, you know? I will capture that moment in time just before we drink about 20 litres of alcohol. And we go <laughs> on from there. Open bar, dude. It's an open bar, buddy boy. It's a, it's a scary world how well we were able to swindle that one. But we're in, a, we're in safe hands. And that's the important thing when it comes to that sort of thing. But I need to get back into the When gym, it comes man. to that sort of thing, that sort of thing. Exactly. Have you not heard of alliterations? Ah, uh, look... Your mum's an English teacher. I, I've had, Why don't I, you use some alliterations? Why don't you use a simile? Uh, well, I could, but I, I've just had <laughs> such a shit start to the week. You're on fucking annual leave. How have you had a shit start to the week? Well, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Let me yes, tell you a yarn. I'm, I'm really glad. Leave. Shut up for a second. I'm really glad that you're telling me stories because we had Nile on. Yeah. Well, I had Nile on, yeah. and he's terrible at telling stories. Yeah, he just sort of stops the, the you know, when we do a podcast, the thing I tell people is to go, yes, and, rather yeah. than, like, you know, improv comedy or improv, it's yes, and, not stop. <laughs> 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 no. Um, well, I am on annual leave because this, uh, after this week here, or, like, this will come out on Thursday, so by the next Monday, I will be starting a new job, very exciting, um, 
at a you know moving moving around, which is good. I just needed a, a change, and um, I got an ongoing role, so all very exciting, especially in these COVID times. But I'm like, good. I'm on annual leave this week, and then I move to the next job. Uh, so I'm just doing the final bits of paperwork when you start a new job. You know, telling them like all your details, which superannuation uh, fund you wanted to go to, um, you know, your tax file number, all those little things. You know, just to yeah, make yeah, sure all they the, have, the, all, the little things. Yeah, all the admin yeah, the, stuff the, that they the have the in paperwork. the background. What you now? I'm going to give you the secret, Church. This is what you need to know. And I, you probably don't know this, but admins control the organization. Oh, absolutely. So you need to. About week three, week four. Now, it's going to be a little bit hard because I haven't done this in the online space. But you need to go down if you're in that work and you need to talk to the admins. You need to put in the quality time. Don't worry about that. You need, to hear about, you need to hear about Sherry's kids, how she beats them up and hates them and they're no good and they're useless, right? You need to hear all about that. You need to do your 20 minutes and hear about Sherry's kids. Then a week or two later, you get them a box of chocolates. I'm assuming that they're all in one sort of office. Maybe there's four or five of them. Sherry is the really important person, but they're all important. And you've got to get them a box of chocolates. If you want to go the extra mile, a card. Yeah. And no particular reason. You're just, you know, they're very good. Well done. You're, you know, you're really helpful. One day when you get a girlfriend, you are going to be a fantastic boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, treat her like an admin. Treat her like an admin. <laughs> Sometimes I do feel that Jess is my admin person, but uh, that's that's a don't I won't say that too loud on the podcast. None, nonetheless, so I was like, yeah, getting all my documents. Hang on, I haven't finished with the admins. Oh. You're, you're going to thank me for this, right? I know we're I'm in the middle not of a an rant, admin person. <laughs> right, I know you're in the middle, but please don't interrupt me because it's just going to take longer. You should know this, Church. Right, anyway. <laughs> then a little bit later on, Easter, more chocolates, really important, and. If you want a 3D pop-up card, that's really fucking special. And then a little bit multiple, later on, what if there's multiple admin people? No, you just address it to the to the you know you put uh, by their first name Jessica Sherry whatever the names are. You know, thank you so much. Happy Easter, yada yada yada. You only need one card. Yeah. And then Christmas, you also get them another box of chocolates or or, or something. So basically, they, gifts at appropriate times. But you need to have one that's not Easter, one that's not Christmas. Yeah. You need to have, and that's the first, that's week three. Okay. That's week three. So everyone's and starting they, new jobs. There we go. The and, Kieran rule of thumb. And that makes your life really, really easy. Now, this comes in handy, point in case, when we were getting new employees last year. Who knows who those new employees are? You betcha, the admins. And so I walked down to the admin, I saw the Sherry equivalent, heard about her kids for the good 20 minutes and found out who the two new staff members were before it was announced. I'm very proud of you, son. So work the room, Turch, work the room. I think I can do that. I think I can do that. Uh, exact, and that's actually what I was doing by getting involved early on because I got the documentation uh, yesterday and I'm like, I'm going to get it back to you exactly to the, the day that they sent it, like straight away. And that way they mm -hmm. can do what they need to do. It's all there. They can contact me if they need to. Everything's going to be rocking and rolling before I start that new role. All good. 
And this is yeah. Have the... you up? Have you have you upset Sherry? No, 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 no. I was getting it all on time. And this mm-hmm. is where the problem comes in because one mm-hmm. of the things I needed to do or to provide to them was certified documents mm-hmm. of like my passport, my license, my you know Medicare card, just to show like, yep, that's a hundred. Are points you telling me that the last time you had to get certified documents? You didn't get three or four done at the same time? Well, like four copies of your passport, four copies of your driver's license, get them certified. Well, so you've got a backup? The problem is... I Because I've done that. I've done that. I don't know. I'm I know. covered for this pandemic. Well... I thought ahead. There's a couple Search, of things. This is, couple this is of why things. I'm the CEO of the podcast. Now, a couple of things. One, I had to get a new passport because mine expired. Mm-hmm. So it's a mm-hmm. new passport. It's a new document mm-hmm. there. Two, yeah. I got a new license with my new yeah. address on it. Mm-hmm. I had to get a new certified. Well, why don't you just get them re- recertified, re- recertified copies? Okay. And then obviously the Medicare card gets updated every so often. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, no worries. And I thought to myself, yeah, no worries at all. I'll go down the road. There's a post office down the road. Uh-huh. I'll go there. So I don't have a scanner at my house. Yeah. I thought, yeah. but it's the post office. They'll do it. Do you it. own a printer? I don't even own a printer. Yeah, I don't own a printer yeah. either. So... I go down to the post office, and this is where you'll appreciate me. I'll mm-hmm. go down to the post office during the COVID thing where I could get a $1,600 fine. So risking my wealth. Mm-hmm. And I go down to the post office and I go, hey, you know, mask on, all that. Hey, I need these documents scanned and certified. And the post office goes to me, no, we don't do that here. Go down to the pharmacy. I'm oh. like, Okay. That's a bit weird, but whatever. I'll go down to the pharmacy. So, Did you see a Terry? It was a Terry, wasn't it? So I went down someone to the who, pharmacy. Someone who didn't want to didn't want to do more than he had to. Yeah. So I went down right. to the pharmacy, which is only a couple of doors down, which is good. I thought, I'm still I'm still close to home. I go there. I go to the pharmacy and go, hey, I've got these documents here to be certified, and they're like, yeah, great. Where are the scanned copies? I'm like, oh, can you do it for me? Because I don't have a printer or scanner at home. I was told that you could do it. And they're like, who told you that we could do it? I'm like, the post office. They go, but they should do that. Why have they sent you here? I'm like, I I don't know. This and that. They go, look. And they go to me, oh, we don't actually scan the documents at all. You have to bring us the scan documents. I'm like, I don't have a printer or a scanner. And Mm -hmm. I can't really go anywhere else to get it done. See, this is why I now remember why I had four copies made because yeah. I had to go to the library <laughs> yeah. to get this done and I was like, fuck it, I'll just do more. Just do multiple, exactly right. <laughs> so I don't have to come back to the library. Did, which is what I did, but I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'm just, you know who else can certify documents? The police. Me? Hmm. You know? And there's a police station down the road. I'm going your to... The... Friends, your accounting friends can also certify. No, they can't. No, they can't. Um... So I'll go, you know what? I'm just going to go drive down to the police station. It's around the corner. I'm just going to go. So I go to the police station. Uh-oh. And everything's going to go. I go up to the front little counter there. The police officer comes out and I go, Hi, my name's Anthony. Uh, I need to get some documents certified. Can you please scan these? Copy each of my license and my thing, of yep. my of my um passport and my Medicare card. Can you please scan these and sign them to say that they're certified? And the police officer said to me, mm-hmm. I will not take any of those possessions of yours into this police station because you might have COVID. 
Right, okay. And I'm standing there dumbfounded at this. I'm like, I'm sorry, what did you say? Just to make sure it's clear. Goes, I'm not taking any of those in and I won't sign them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. He goes, I'm not scanning them. I'm like, oh, well, it shouldn't be their job. You should be providing the scan. Like, oh, okay, no, okay. But then they like, go to me and I-, I wouldn't sign them. And I'm like, because I won't have any documents come in. And I go, wait a second. Does that mean if even if I bought in a piece of paper that I've touched, obviously, that's a scanned copy and passed it to you, you wouldn't certify the documents because then you can't actually look at my passport because I need to pass got, it to they've you? Got, they've got fucking stamps they can use. Yeah, I know, but they need, to look at the do- they need to look at my passport. Uh, have a glance at exactly. it through the window. Like, exactly. Uh, and he's like, no, I will not sign it for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, uh, okay. And he goes, I can't do it. And I'm like, well, thank you for being very unhelpful. Have a great day. And I just walked out. So I I rushed over to my parents' house. Thought, fuck it. I'm going to rush over to my parents' house. They've got a printer and scanner. I scanned mm. everything I needed to do. I went to a different uh, pharmacy on the way home. And I, I was going to say a different police station. No, I went to a different pharmacy. I thought, fuck it. Go to a pharmacy, you know, it's on the way did home. You give them a, did you give them a donation? Well, I didn't know a donation was needed. Ah, uh, see, if you go to the pharmacy, you got to get the do- you got to give the donation. I didn't know because usually I just get it done. I used to work around a lot of police officers back at my old job. I just used to get them to certify things, <laughs> so I yeah. never got things certified by the pharmacy. So I go there. So you're telling me, you're telling me, you walked into a pharmacy without any gold coins? Yeah, because I don't want to touch. Oh, touch! I only have cards. You've got a, you've got a call. You've got to call me. I've got to have cards, man. See, I'm I'm older than you. <laughs> I know things about life. I know how to look after the admins. I know that if you're going to get your document certified at a pharmacy, it's a donation. Well, you know what? They're like, oh, Junior, would you like, would you like to make a donation? She goes, oh, you would like to make a donation. This is after me waiting twenty minutes because they had to fill out all the prescriptions first. So I waited 20 minutes at this point. This is like a now at two You're not hour- buying anything, so fuck you. Yeah. You're being, uh, 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 you know, you're dragging them away from their what makes them money. But that's, their, that's part of the responsibilities that they're given powers to do, so they've got to do it. That, that's mm. as simple as that. And if they didn't yeah. want to do it, they, they should have said so. But they made you wait 20 minutes. And they I think did. that's more than acceptable. Exactly right. So I'm not going to give a donation. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> so one, I, they go, oh, you got, would you like to give a donation? I go, oh, I don't have any coins on me. You know? And then they go, oh, that's okay. I'll accept cash. I'm like, well, Church. I don't have cash on me uh, either. Uh, I have a card. Uh, our listeners are shaking their heads in shame at you right now. I, I completely disagree. This is the service that they should be providing. If you go to a police station, if you go to a far, uh, go to a sorry a, a post office, they should be able to do it all for free. That's part of the. You service go to a they police provide. station. They you go to a police station. They do it for free. Yep. You go to the post office. They, they also they do, do it for free. for free. For free. Yeah, exactly. You go to Why the ju- is the pharmacy go, any different? You go to the justice of the peace. They do it for free. Correct. But the pharmacy, the pharmacy is a donation to Why? the charity. They've got the charity thing there at, at the counter. You put the money in because that's what being a responsible citizen is all about. The post office does, don't have any charities. They're not aligned with any charities. The pharmacies the are. are aligned with the charities. <laughs> the police are. Yeah, but they don't have the charity things at the police station. Some of them do. 
Well, maybe they do, maybe they don't. <laughs> I've never seen a charity thing at a police station. It's usually for the police fund, like the like uh, injured police officers mm. and stuff like that. But it's a it's a generally it's two dollars. It, it's a gold coin. You know what? It's part donation. of their job. It's part of their job. We give them the, this, this right to be able to do this. We give them the thing to do this sort of stuff. Just like nurses right now treating COVID patients, that's their job. Part of the job, the responsibilities we give the pharmacists as and a society, and part of you is to as being a, is a citizen, is you could have gone to the police station. I you did. didn't have to choose. Oh, excuse me, I did go to, to a choose. police station. I you went to a pharmacy to and a post office and got oh. turned away. But you went to a different pharmacy, and they don't give a shit about anything that you did before that. No, because I didn't want to be associated with terrible people. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's on you, buddy. I. This is on you. I'm very frustrated, the fact that this has all happened. And this was like an hour and a half round trip in this COVID times. I had to leave the house more times than I more time than I needed to. All because, so just realized, all because a just post realized. office a post office and a police station both turned me down for doing something that's part of their job. So for our American listeners, uh the state that we're in is in lockdown at the moment and we're only allowed outside our house one hour a day. Uh, for certain things, yours is probably arguably for work. You had to do it to, for work. Correct. Right. So, um, uh, and mine's a bit of a grey area. I'm outside exercising. You get an hour. So, probably, yeah. Well, it goes for half an hour. So, I think I'm fine there too. Mm. But I think, I think you did break the law there, Church. I probably did. I probably I, did. All because I was trying to do the right thing. And get the no, documents required for the admin people at my new job. You've got bad karma. If you had donated, if you had, were prepared to donate. But that was the last thing that occurred. The last thing that occurred was requested of their donation. So all the good karma I had prior to that, building up, going to the right places, trying to do the right thing, I thought, you know what? This balances out the world. No donation, I get an hour and a half of bullshit. My time is definitely worth more than $2. <laughs> so, buddy, buddy, it, this is just something that's known. You, you have met your parents have failed you growing up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> this is, this is. It's sort of like, um, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of the example right now, but you sort of grow up and you go, I missed that. When, where was I when this was announced? Yeah. I, I missed this. Did not know that this existed. Yeah. So you just missed that. Yeah. Just never had to do yeah. it because I just got cops to do it. But the cops. Yeah physically said they would not take anything of mine. That's fair I, enough. You probably, I was, you, I was you probably got COVID. I was completely baffled. But the, you know what? Put on a, you know what? They go to fucking crime scenes and touch guts and gore and pieces of people off the floor and touch drugs and a whole bunch of illicit sub, uh, subset, sub, uh, subjects. Mm-hmm. Put a pair of fucking gloves on. Put on a mask like, a, like everybody else and do your job. <laughs> Get over it. I think someone is just living the high life on annual leave. I've been on two so days now. You've got, a, you've got annual leave. You can't go anywhere and you're stuck at home. What are you doing? Me? Uh, I've been playing lots yeah. of guitar. I was helping yeah. Jess out today. I was learning how mm-hmm. to use Reaper a bit better because I want to get some yeah. uh, better sound going for the future. Oh, I had to call Jess today as well. Oh, there you go. I forgot that. Anyway. We're going to do some gardening tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep the place nice. Keep the, and we'll... A lot of walking the dog, playing with the dog. 
been good. Oh, very good. Yeah, he's very happy. happy uh, Turch. Yeah. When you wash the floors at your yeah. house, do you vacuum first? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I put up all mm. the all the furniture. It's like so if I'm doing uh-huh, the, uh-huh. like my uh, living room, kitchen, dining area, the, the big room there. Uh, all the chairs go up. I'll vacuum vacuum everywhere. I'll probably do, wipe down the skirting boards as well, the window sills. A lot of shit gets there, uh-huh. and then um, I'll move the couches too because shit gets under there with Dweezil. He puts all this crap under there. But sometimes I move the uh, I move things out of there. I vacuum everywhere properly, and once that's done, I make sure Dweezil's in another room. And I mop the floor. <laughs> Otherwise, I get little footprints walking through. Ah, oh, Dweezil. Oh, he's a good dog. Boys I miss Dweezil. <laughs> I miss Dweezil. Normally, the routine for this podcast, people, uh, is I turn up, say hello to Dweezil, play with Dweezil, grunt at Tur- Jess and Turch, and then we start recording. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So much. it's. Uh... But that's a, that's a good way of doing it. If you clean the floor first, but that means you've got to wipe all the benches first and table. So you oh, yeah, you've you got to do the benches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to do the benches. It's all that's of, right. You go top uh, to bottom. That way you go, that's, that's everything right. comes off, onto the floor, you vacuum, sweep it, mop, and then you Va- mop. Vacuuming, vacuuming is one of the last things. Uh, look, you know. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't mop carpet. <laughs> but no, but you use a steam, which you call it. You can do that. You know, the steam, the steam. Oh, um, I've, I'm distracted now. Distracted. Distracted. Uh, <laughs> you were asking, very good. You were asking about it. You were asking about it. Oh, I can't remember now. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the We Only Do One Take podcast. <laughs> it's the only podcast that is a complete shit show. Uh, Turch. Yes. Background performance. Background. Worry there. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, you know, background performers. You know, people who are in TV shows and they're in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. Judge, Judge Judy, the background performers. Oh, yeah, they're, they're called uh, they're called something now I can't remember. Uh, actors, I believe. You know, they... Yeah, they I to, understand, mm. understand. I just can't remember the right term for them. Actors and actresses. Well, they're not... Do you know what's interesting about Judge Judy? They pay for the... The court cases stuff. Like, you know, if that's a judge judy goes, Oh, you owe him a thousand bucks, they pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they find these in these actual court things. They bring extras. them over. They get this... They're called extras. <laughs> anyway, the extras in the background, yes. Yeah, the back the background it's like the politicians, the head nodders. Yeah. You know, okay. when when a what politician speaking judy? <laughs> and and being the head nodders. You know, no, Judge Judy, the back the the, the extras, the yeah. the background performers. Yeah. Um so they they they're actors, but then Judge Judy they they find these court things, they bring them in, they get the participants to sign a uh, an agreement that says Judge Judy's decision's final. Well, she's a judge. And then Yeah, well she was a real judge. Mm. But I don't think she's a real judge mm-hmm. anymore. She still is. She, but she doesn't do real. She just does the TV show. But the TV show is legally binding. Yeah, because but it could you could be up there. I mean, the, the people will sign this contract that says that they will uphold whatever the decision is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting I, I'm off track here. <laughs> uh, the background performers. 
we know what background performers are now. Extras. People. Extras. Background performers worry they're being replaced by mannequins on film and TV sets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paula is used to being herded together with co-workers on the job as a background performer in film and TV. The actress has been packed with colleagues and groups under tents outside, sometimes for up to 14 hours while they await their scenes. We're in this fight together, uh, says Bert. Start a union. <laughs> <laughs> but with many productions limiting the amount of people in scenes and on set to create physical distancing to decrease COVID-19, Spur says it's an, uh, her work has become very uncertain. Uh, showrunners have been changing scenes to have little or no background performers. Instead, they're using mannequins. Why not? Uh, and fixed, fi- yeah, fixed place and digital effects. So there goes the background performer. It's a bit sad. We should we should try and be background performers after this. COVID I would be. Stuff. I would be terrible. Yeah, I'd be terrible. <laughs> have you I'd ever have seen to that sketch on the sketch show where Lee Mack is a background performer and he's just? They're like, oh, just go in the background and talk to this lady, and he's. Like, he's just meant to mime, like, or be talking very quietly. He's like, hello, how are you doing today? <laughs> like, really over the top. And they're like, no, no, yeah. no, just be really chill, this and that. Uh, that's how, I think that's how we would be. <laughs> oh, I know I would get, I would get bored and then I would get distracted. And then I'd be thinking about other things and then I'd go, this is shit, I'm walking away. Mm. Call me when something good happens. <laughs> I could see you know. doing that. I could see yeah. you doing that. You would need to be there to control me. <laughs> Well, if you can hook us up with a job as background performers, I think that well, hey, I'll do it. Hey, we almost got onto the amazing race. Did we? Well, I put in an application. <laughs> can I just sign you up for television shows? <laughs> Is that a thing I can just do? Yeah, probably. Yeah, can I just like can I just put you in for like the Bachelorette I, and um I forgot your birthday, so I made it up. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can just look on my Facebook page. Ah, <laughs> oh, so don't get bogged. That involves like clicking open another window and typing. Ugh. I didn't have time for that. I did it on my phone. You know, Jess does all these things for her business on her phone. I'm like, how the hell do you... Like, I've got a bigger than normal size phone, like bigger than hers. And mm, I someone's still can't... Sorry? Yeah, what? I know. Uh, that's why I've got a little dog too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But like I'm like no I I just I need the physical keyboard to type and mouse to click things and move things along quicker. I can just do so much th- many more things quickly on my laptop mm. than on a phone. That's right. I don't know how girls do it. Oh, I need the I need the computer space and yeah. the monitors and the and the all the stuff. Um, your your fiance. Yes. Jess. Uh, unfortunately, the restrictions have meant that she's had to shut down for six weeks. Yes. How is that going? Well, we're actually quite lucky because Mm -hmm. the government has not put anything up specifically for sole traders, but she was just, um, she can actually go into job seeker. Mm -hmm. And so she's applied for that. And uh, she can access that for the next six weeks. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, so we're very happy. It still sucks that... Still sucks that uh, she can't operate a small she'd, business. She'd rather be working than doing nothing. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's very happy she's taking your tax money. So it swings and roundabouts when it comes to... <laughs> Hey, I dodged tax for all these years. Yeah, I know. I'm now, that's my, right. I'm now in my second year. <laughs> she can take my tax money. That's if fine. Anyone because could, I, I, know, I know she will work again. That's right. I know. I, out of all the people that take my tax money, my brother's doing a PhD and getting $30,000 a year. He mm-hmm. can have it, and Jess can mm-hmm. have the rest. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> two that's people fine. are very happy to take my tax money. Oh. Yeah, you know, though I think when you start paying tax, all of a sudden you get a big wake-up call and going, "What? That yeah. of my money goes to tax? Yeah. What is this?" Especially the more you earn, you feel ripped off even more every single day. Bloody unbelievable! I haven't had a good tax rant in a while. I just did my taxes, which is good. Oh, so I'm oh, actually okay. getting a fair bit of cash back, but that's going to go towards probably the band at the uh, the wedding. Oh. Fair enough. So I'm very excited about that. I'm also, Church, I'm setting up uh, an investment fund. So you could put it in the Kierenthorpe Investment Fund. You're going to guarantee me a return, buddy. I guarantee no return, but we aim for 15%. A a loss of 15%? (laughs) (laughs) We guarantee a loss. 15% on the dot. And then that's it. We get that money out of there. Uh, Kieran, but you know, I've got some news for you. Mm. It has never been a good time in history to be black mm-hmm. or Latino or anything like that because white people, they just ruin the world. You know this, I know this, the government knows this, but we don't care. Mm. You know? But finally, I think at a point in time, there's been a point in time where it actually is better to be black. Okay. Okay, and I think that time has come hmm. with the news of this article here. Drum Exclusive. Rock. The girls couldn't be black. Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell ordered victim Virginia Giroff of the uh, to recruit young white girls, and if they weren't, they had to be exotically beautiful. Signed documents say. Oh. This Jeffrey Epstein, <laughs> Ma- Glenn Maxwell. Oh. Oh, this is just entertainment. Yeah, yeah. So no, a tro- a terrible what happened. Terrible what happened. Oh, yeah. to the girls, a, but, a, oh a trove of documents yeah. were unsealed on Thursday and included a transcript mm. of a three-way call between Virginia Giroff and her lawyers. In the call, detail that Jeffrey Epstein and Max Glenn uh, Maxwell specifically told to rec- told her to recruit young girls for sex, but they couldn't be black. The girls couldn't be black, she said. If there were any other de- uh, descent other than white, they had to be exotically beautiful. And that was about it. She said that both Maxwell and Epstein gave the orders and Jeffrey asked most girls to bring a friend and make extra money. The uh, She went on to describe the deter- uh, disturbing detail of her first sexual encounter with Epstein and Maxwell at his Florida mansion. And there's been over 2,000 previously sealed documents released recently with the jeffrey epstein stuff so there you go black people and <laughs> latinos white people are now now especially when it comes to pedophilia we are obviously high on their list you're safe Kieran, <laughs> oh. <laughs> your thoughts <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a bombshell. Yeah, I, I know. Oh. This Jeffrey Epstein thing and this, you know, because 
like that uh, what's her name Gislaine Maxwell she's sort of been mm. locked up as well now well see, see, this is the interesting thing from what I understand uh is that y- yes she's locked up but the previous lawsuit that involved Jeffrey Epstein um included like a uh she she couldn't be brought in for those crimes yeah so she's you know she's she's been that's been dealt with already by the law yeah yeah but there'll there be so, other things that come up i mean if she's the i guess the person that's been looking like like the the person that's been bringing in the children for pedophilia like there's got to be some uh, sort of additional you know action Oh, when it gets in front of a jury, she's guilty. Oh, hundred. <laughs> how the how the hell you spin this for, for? Look, there's no way she's doing an OJ. No, she's there's not no way a, she's not going to try and put a golf glove on or whatever, whatever he put. Yeah, you know, you know? She, she's not going to pull off an OJ. No, she's done. She's got no. See, OJ had cr- social credit with society. Yeah. Like, people valued and loved him. No one fucking loves Ghislaine Maxwell. Well, no one really knows about her apart from the fact that she used to find children for pedophilia. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as as soon as that gets out, you, you're done. You're done. You're, you're locked up. Her life, that's it. She's she's in prison for the rest of her life. Yeah, for sure. I'm amazed. Uh, I'm amazed, like, because right now, this is, like, COVID sort of happening simultaneously to this sort of stuff coming out, right? Mm. And there's nothing in the news really about it. But every single day we see Dan Andrews on the news in his, you know, suit or no tie or tie. And depending on how good or bad <laughs> North the day face is, jacket. North face jacket. You know, depending on the day and depending on his garb depends on what, how bad or, you know, how well we're doing as a, as a state. But there's I'm been looking nothing about the day, this. I'm looking forward to the day that... Uh, Dan Andrews comes out in uh, flip-flops, board shorts, and a T-shirt. No, don't say that. Or, that. That just means we're or, still stuck in lockdown in summer. Or a rashy. You know, I'm going to be... <laughs> a rashy. That, Classic be, dad move. <laughs> lockdown is over. The zinc is on the face. <sighs> He's wearing a cork hat. We are done. Yeah. I saw, yeah. I saw a news thing today saying that they're, like the state and federal government are pushing to make manufacturing places that can manufacture the the COVID-19 vo- uh, vaccine when it's ready. I'm like, we don't even have it. Like, we don't even, we're not even close to a vaccine. I was talking to my brother about it. And he's like, like, by the time they do animal stuff tests or human tests and trials, it's like two years away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's just no way. But we did get that. Was it was it Meninja Cockle? We got that one out pretty quick. Oh, uh, I yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm yeah, I fantastic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've got no idea. I hope we get it. Got... I hope we get something soon, or the numbers go down, or enough old people die off that we don't care anymore, and we just go yeah, back to normal, man. Because I'm some, you know, because when I, I just talked to my accountant, he goes, oh, I've just started working from home because he owned like a you know, an mm. office and stuff like that. And he goes, I don't even know how everyone does it because how do I move 15 years worth of files into my house for six weeks? Mm. Mm. You don't. You don't. You don't. Lucky, lucky uh, we can do things digitally, but otherwise it's, you know, is it in the busiest time of year. Could you imagine Could you imagine not being able to do things digitally? Yeah. Uh, like, it, we would society be Society would collapse. Yeah. Mm. 
But would we know about COVID as much if we didn't have social media? See, what I want to know is, this is the standard media playbook. Big announcement's going to be made. Yeah. And it's guaranteed. (laughs) (coughs) Just got this bit. (coughs) Oh, my God, I'm dying. That's right. I knew you had COVID. That's why we're at least six metres apart. Or was it 1.5 metres apart? Oh, I have another thing to rant about too, but continue on. All right, just hang on and give me a second. Oh, oh my God. I'm just... You're dying over there, mate. What'd you do to yourself? <sighs> I put my feet up and I leaned back and anyway, what was I saying? Right, media. Media, we know there's going to be big announcements. It's going to be page one of the newspaper. Yeah. Provided there's not like a nine eleven that happens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even if that does happen, this is this is good. So companies go, right, this is this story is likely to be on the front page. Yeah. We can release the bad stuff that we're doing today. Yeah. We make the announcement and it's not going to be front page news. No. And so what you do, but if it was any other day and they release that, it would be front page news. And so you go through the newspaper and you find these stories buried at the back. Yeah. What I want to know with all this, because all this COVID stuff's been happening, there's probably been a lot of companies dumping bad information, going, well, it's not making the front page news. Oh, yeah. yeah. With the with the with such a big focus on COVID, there's got to be so many shifty deals happening in the back there. Uh-huh. I'm uh-huh. Sorry. Absolutely. I like the, what like are the, the whole the Ghislaine Maxwell thing. Like, you, you haven't heard anything about it in the news at all. It's really, it's really hard to find information. It's really bad, you know. But it's also hard to get good stats on anything these days. Seems like everyone's got a different spin on the same stuff. Ah, oh, yeah, politics and, and all of that, I guess. Well, I have another, uh, I have another rant. If you want to hear that. Oh yeah. Another okay, rant. go. For I'm going to share my screen. This is a thing first. This is the first on the We Only Do One Take podcast. Yeah, even though it's a podcast and you can't see the screen. Oh, but look, you'll, you'll see. Can you see? Can you see? I can see black. It's black. How about now? Yep, there we go. All right. What I hate is arbitrary units of measurement. (laughs) Right? And what's been happening recently, like this is a good example. This is like a funny little joke type thing. But because of COVID, one of the things they've been telling us to do is to stand 1.5 metres away from each other or six feet. Roughly Um. the same, give or take, but close enough. But... In my head, I know how far 1.5 metres is, right? It's about, yeah. you know, a step and a half, two steps away from someone. Give you, or take. You lay, you lay church down on the ground yeah. and it's four of them, uh, you know, laid out together. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Because I'm only, I'm only <laughs> 350 <laughs> centimetres tall. Uh, sorry, 350 <laughs> centimetres tall. That's it. That's all I am. But yeah. you can see here. Yeah, you're like, very short. Like in this article here, this thing, a sinkhole roughly the size of six to seven washing machines has closed <laughs> the northbound lanes in the state <laughs> line near the 100th Street in Kansas City. Uh, you know, and and the person's commented, Americans will use anything but the metric system. You know, <laughs> the six to seven washing machines. But I've found all these things trying to describe to people how far away they should stand from each other with this COVID stuff. So here's one for you. Here's one for you right now. Let me get this let me get this one here. Uh, uh. Is it? Oh, it's a sharing. Now nah, just see your face. How about now? Uh. 
Ne? And is it black? How about now? Yeah. Okay. Kieran, what hmm. does this say? How, what What are they using as a as a as a distance of measurement here? Make sure your two beavers head to tail. <laughs> Maintain social distance. Two beavers head to tail. You know, I, you know what? You know what's harder for me to convert into a unit of measurement? <laughs> a beaver. A beaver. You know how many beavers? Like, it, even if you live in a place with lots of beavers, I'm guessing you don't, you're not going to stand really close to beavers. Right? Yeah. And if you are yeah. standing close to beavers, you're not learning how, you know, you're not putting two back to back and going in your head. This is a woman's <laughs> unit of measurement, in my opinion. This is like saying stand two didgeridoos away. Yeah. Okay. So here's another one, right? Let me get here. Uh, where is it? Okay. Okay. How's this one? <laughs> Stay three point six wiener dogs apart. Okay. I have a wiener dog. <laughs> and even if someone said to me stand three point six, that's so hard to do. In Remember, your it's got to be that point six. The point six. Just say four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Make it really easy for yourself. <laughs> Round it up. Round it up. Okay. And this one here is my favorite one because this is obviously Australian. Keep your distance, people. At least one adult kangaroo apart. Yeah. Okay. Now, if, you, if you've ever been around an adult kangaroo... I'm more than fucking 1.5 <laughs> meters. You are at least 10 to 15 meters away. <laughs> that shit will box and kick the that, fuck out of you. Exactly right. So this one... like. I've never been close enough to a kangaroo to realise it's only 1.5 metres along, but if I was that close, I would also be dead. <laughs> I remember playing golf at on the on the go, on the draw on the sorry on the green was a bunch of kangaroos, and the only thing we did was take our golf clubs and walk to the next hole. <laughs> the last thing we wanted to do was whack a bunch of golf balls onto the green. And have to try and defend ourselves from about fifteen kangaroos with a bunch of golf clubs. Well, well, kangaroos are a lot smarter. Dog, dogs have to be really careful around kangaroos because dogs might go and chase a kangaroo. Oh yeah! And if there's a dam nearby, the kangaroo will will hop, 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 jump into the dam. The dog will go after it, and then it will literally just drown the dog. Oh yeah! Kangaroos are super smart because the dog just wants to have fun or play or bite. But a kangaroo's been living in the outback for the last millions of years. Dealing with uh, foxes and... Crocodiles and... Yeah, all of that. Um, yeah, they, they know foxes how to get... Foxes were, were introduced. Yeah, I was going to yeah, dingoes. crocodiles. Dingoes, there we dingoes go. Dingoes is what you meant. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Thank you for the stupid units of measurement. I, I guarantee more women use stupid units of measurement than men. Tetch. Uh, actually, the one unit of measurement which I think is is fairly appropriate, and I um I I learnt this in North Queensland. Uh, I was getting on a a, a tinny on a boat, uh-huh. and we we're going out to to an island in the distance. And I said, "How long will it take us?" Me being a southerner, as uh-huh. we're called, I said, "How long will it take us to get there?" About six beers. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty. Now good. that is an accurate bit of measurement and what do you what what would for our american listeners what how long is six beers oh 
half an hour. Half an hour. 45 minutes. That's a lot of sculling of beers. They fucking put it back. Well, do you know 50% of alcohol in Australia, 50 is, no, it's just a bit over 50%, is consumed by remote and rural Australia, which is made up of 11% of the population. So are you telling me that 11% of the population consume 50% of the alcohol? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, some white supremacists are not going to be happy with that number. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 Ugh. unbelievable. And the average person in the outback is drinking six to eight beers a day. That's a lot of that's a fuck ton of beers. No wonder we haven't. <laughs> well, I guess there's not much else to do apart from go to the pub and drink like every single night. Yeah. You know. So there's just food food for thought there. Oh. Food or drink drink for thought. Beer for thought. Beer for thought. That's it. That's it. Far out, Kieran. Oh. All right. You got, an, you got an article for us? Hold your pants. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Hold your pants. Oh, one of say... those traditional Australian <laughs> sayings. Hold your pants. <laughs> I was also going to say, it smells like you farted, but I think that might have been me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're social distancing, buddy. I'm glad we are now. Physically distancing. Physically. Uh, human sperm. Uh, roll like playful otters as they swim, study finds. <laughs> More than three, four, 340 years ago, a Dutchman named Anthony van Lavoujevoek invented a powerful new compound microscope and accidentally discovered the existence of bacteria, a groundbreaking achievement that changed the course of medicine. Not long uh, after that, he decided to look at his ejaculate. Uh, definitely not an accident and discovered <laughs> 20. <laughs> what a guy. I oh, look like that bacteria. If you don't want to really want to. <laughs> Wouldn't this be funny? Hey, guys. Hey, hey, look at this. Hey, hey, guys. Can you imagine? You get all these people that I've discovered something amazing. Guys, look in the microscope. Hey, guys, guys, look in, look in the microscope. Look at what I'm doing here. Do you know what that is? And he- what is that? What is that? It's my cum. You're all looking at my cup. No, no, ejaculate. It's called ejaculate. <laughs> oh, what uh, type of chocolate? And, dis- mm-hmm. and discovered tiny wiggling creatures with tails he dubbed Amamomocles. Yeah. These creatures moved forward owing to the motion of their tails like that of a snake or an eel swimming in water. Uh, he wrote to the secretary of the UK Royal Society in 1678. The tail of a man's sperm, he added, lashes with snake-like movement. Uh, Anton, who invented the compound microscope, um, was the first to peer at movement of human sperm, his own. Anyway, let's move uh, forward. Now using state-of-the-art 3D microscopy and mathematics, a new study says we have actually been the victims of sperm deception. Sperm are very cheeky little creatures. Our new research using 3D microscopy shows that we have all been victims of sperm deception. Uh, well, they said that part. Um, if <laughs> It's a double if deception. You... I know. <laughs> it was, they were both, uh, what are they called? That was, uh, yeah, they were both, uh, both secret agents. <laughs> yeah. Double, double so, crossed. 
If you want to see the real beating of the tail, you need to move with the sperm and rotate with the sperm. So it's almost like you need to make a camera really tiny and stick it to the head of the sperm. So sperm not only goes forward, but rotates. Yeah. Okay. I get what you're saying. So like it spins around and moves forward. Yeah. So it's the thing of like Like a missile. Like they spin. Yeah. Or like a vortex. Remember all the vortex, vortex toys? You'd throw it and then yeah, it would have to yeah. spin? The vortex, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, they developed a way to do that using state-of-the-art tools, including a super high-speed camera that can record over 55,000 frames a second. The researchers were able to see that the side-to-side movement was actually an optical illusion. Uh, is that In reality... Really, is that really fair, though? Like That's what? like doing the, the pencil trick. You know, like that pen trick like this? Yeah, you shake it up and down, and yeah, you it shake looks it up like and down. And it looks like it's like uh, it looks like it's wobbling, but it's not really like wobbling. It's just it just it looks like that. But if you slow it down enough, it's going to be rigid the whole way through. Like, that's what they're saying. Look, does it does it matter if it the ejaculate goes into the female through the pipes and the tubes through the plumbing? You get a baby. That's true. That's true. Only a couple of days a month, though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's science for you, boys. And that's how babies are made. <laughs> Thank you, Wheelie. <laughs> do one thing. One. Where does your child learn about the, the birds and the bees? Um, the 48th minute of the Wheelie Do One Take podcast. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. We do everything on this podcast, don't we? Yeah, everything. We certainly do. We certainly do. Um,. Kieran, you're on the social media. You're on. You're on the social medias, and you're on the dating apps, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So, what what's your dating app of choice? Ooh, using Tinder. Using Tinder. How was your Tinder mm-hmm. experience? I probably need to update my profile a little bit. Yeah, I would do that. What do you have on your profile? Oh, I've got some pics. Yeah. What do you tell you about uh, yourself? I don't think I've actually got anything on there at the moment. Oh, well, you know what? Can you screenshot those to me? We, Me and Jess can help you with that. I believe it's Jess and I. Uh, well, no, me first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're going to have some pictures of yourself and, you know, some info about your life and you, what you like. You've got to have a picture. This. You've got to have the dog picture. Yeah. You've got to have well, the, the Next time you come picture. over, get a picture with the dweez. He'll, uh, right. he'll help you out. But Good man. apparently... This is a way that lots of men have been getting involved with the women. Yeah. Wokefish. Do you know what catfishing is? Uh, yes. Yeah. This is wokefishing dating trend. Oh. Shady men oh. are pretending to be progressives on apps. <laughs> Online opportunists are redefining the politics of love by weaponizing... Men have them. always been doing this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> by weaponizing being woke to lure unsuspecting men and women into the sack. Yes, horny guys are using progressivism as a virtual pickup line. This is the latest in a long line of dirty tactics to emerge as woke fishing, a term coined by writer Serena Smith. People masquerade as holding progressive political views to ensnare potential partners, Smith told Vice. Of course it's Vice. Woke fishermen... <laughs> can be thought of like catfishers who use fake online personas to def- uh, defraud victims, but only for sex instead of money. Like, I, I, I thought Haven't the exact same thing... have been doing this in pubs for, for fucking centuries? This is what exactly what people do 
in pubs and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm into whatever you're into. And then as time goes on, you degrade yourself. <laughs> less and That's less. Because right. your real feelings come out. By then, they've lured them in and they're trapped. Hook, line, and sinker. Good old classic woke fish. So there you go, Kieran. If you thinking, you know what? I don't ha- I, I want to get a date, this and that, but these girls are far too socialist for me. But eh, <laughs> I'm happy to bang them, nonetheless. Maybe you should just put some, like, yeah, I'm really into socialism and Marxism and everybody should get the same and be equal and fair. Maybe just I'd putting be, something like church, that on you. Church, I'd be called out straight away because I know nothing about socialism or Marxism. Neither do the people doing it. So it's it's absolutely fine. No, but I can't fucking, I can't help myself. <laughs> I'm like, that's stupid. What the fuck are you thinking about? <laughs> what do you mean everyone's going to get money? And then they're not going to have to work. Do yeah. you understand that society would fall apart? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It, well, you know, just to get a root, maybe maybe that's right up your alley. Become a socialist. <laughs> Why not? You can join the party. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm really into this. Want to, I don't know. I think, I'll just say, I think I'll just say I'm vegan. <laughs> what, what's worse, being vegan or being socialist in your opinion? Uh, a vegalist. Vegalist. I really want to see your Tinder profile now. You do, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You should send me some screenshots. Oh. We'll help you. Me, Jess and I. See? See? Ah, uh, very good. Yeah, your mum would be proud. Yeah, that's right. Um, nah, nah, she's Italian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. She's got to criticise you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not the favourite child of, of my mum. That's definitely my brother. I'm dad's favourite. There's <laughs> <laughs> always going to be one. There's always going to be one. Um, uh, I, do you know what? Do you know why you're not the favorite? I know why you're not the favorite. Because you don't let your mum take care of you. Yeah, that's what it is. It wogs that long. You don't long, let her cook. Her, you don't let her cook for you. You don't let her look after you. I could have moved out. Our relationship moved out. Our relationship has gotten better because I've moved out of home. Yeah, you know, but she's but still. If, but if you stayed and you let her do those things and not be Mr. Independent. Yeah, I don't know. She's sort of, it, it's it's sort of a, a catch-22. Let's go with the catch-22. If I let her do those things, she would complain that I did all those, she did all those things for me. But mm-hmm. if I did my own stuff, she would be like, oh, you don't, nah, that's not good. I could have done it better. <laughs> Wait, how does your brother, how does your brother then become the favourite? Because he's the my mum's very academic focused, uh-huh. and he's uh-huh. going for his doctorate, yeah, and uh, only focusing on that sort of thing. Whereas he should, I, he should, he should get out. Yeah. Whereas Don't I was you. just like, no, I want to go out and drink and gamble and and meet and girls and and you know, yeah, and um, you know, learn things and invest and understand finance. And my and dad was houses. all like. Go do that. That's that's the good stuff. <laughs> that's what I did. Look, I turned out all right. And I'm like, sounds good to me, Dad. Do you know the very first time I sort of met your parents? I think we were playing Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Yes. And it was it was my turn to read out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had just walked through the door, and there was the most foulest things to read. <laughs> you know what's even funnier? I've had to play Cards Against Humanity with my mum and dad. 
Yeah. And two things happen. Have you had to, have you had to tell your parents what a bukkake is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that before. That's fine. I don't mm. really care because it's funny at the mm. end of the day. But it's even funnier when dad's reading stuff and he can't read it and then he puts on his glasses and he still can't read it. Yeah. Like <laughs> with my stepmom, I, I had to be like, no, that's a didgeridildo. <laughs> Not a didgeridoo. <laughs> a didgeridildo. Jeez, what Aboriginal porn have you been watching, buddy? That's... <laughs> I've played Cards Against Humanity too many times. Australian deck that I know that that says that card says didgeridildo. That's amazing. I haven't got the Australian not, ones. Maybe not. Did not didgeridoo. Not didgeridoo. Ugh. Well, you got any more news for us, Kieran? No, I'm out. I'm you done. Are... I'll show you I one more. Found, I'll show you. I only found two articles. I only I only like this one because. I'll share my screen once again, only because of this ki- this look at this kid's face. It was, it was comedy gold. Uh, do this here. Ah, uh, here we go. That's yeah. Yeah, here we go. Madison boy pol- the polices in in inverted commas speeders with a stern look. <laughs> this kid. Can you see it? Yeah, he's looking very stern. Yeah. A seven-year-old boy whose cat was run over and killed outside oh. his home has been policing speeders by giving them a stern look. <laughs> it is a very slow news oh, year, isn't it? Oh, you know. <laughs> Henry Cannell was, wears a high-vis jacket on his, uh, on his drive in, uh, in Norfolk, waving those who are keeping within the speed limit and scowling at offenders. His youth and his euthanism recently. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. What did I say? He's not being euthanized here, people. Enthusiasm. He just wanted to euthanize everybody that was speeding. My mistake. Recently attracted the attention of local police officers who let them try out their speed gun. His mum says Harry thinks police officers are superheroes. I love this. I love this a lot, right? Because this kid here has an amazing ability that no one's talking about. What's that? He's able look? to detect speed. We're <laughs> 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 just looking at cars. That's an amazing I can't skill. hear you because my thing's falling out. <laughs> we're, not even, we're not even drinking on this show. We're just having <laughs> chatting a chat. There we go. I got, I got you back. ability to detect speed without mm. any sort of digital device. Is amazing. I can't believe that they've they've got they've got this talent untapped. It's amazing. Amazing. It's but a, getting... that is that is amazing. He could be working for the law enforcement in the future. And you know what you could be doing? What could I be doing? You could be handing in uh, or, or submitting a rant, a death threat, a complaint, <laughs> or just I don't know. Just some hate mail. Say g'day. Yeah. Just some hate mail. And send it to we only do one tech podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. And for all your other wanking needs, make sure you set follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook. I've been doing a lot of Twittering. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I, I tw- don't I don't understand Twitter. Is it Twittering or tweeting? I don't know. 50-50 on that one D- there. Don't know. Yeah, no. So but maybe Twitter. I'll get you, maybe I'll get you on another podcast. Another podcast. Yeah, mm. I reckon you could do that. By the way, Noel was going to join us again tonight, but he got lazy. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. We don't need him. <laughs> no. He won't listen to no. this, so he won't care. Kieran, thank you so much for another fun time on the show. 
Uh, my pleasure. My pleasure. And everyone, we will see you. Well, we won't see you, but you will hear us next Thursday. <laughs>